Live sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship semi final. Schlieve versus Mooncoin. With thanks to Blanchfield Centre Mooncoin, serving the local community for over 20 years. Yes, thank you very much, Shane, and good afternoon, everyone, and welcome here to UPMC Nolan Park for the second of the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship semi-finals between Moonkine and Sleeve Rue. We've had a cracker of a game here already this afternoon as Tullahor Ross Birkin are into the county final after defeating James Stevens 27 points to 214. The Moonkine team lines out with two changes on their team. Owen Purcell is on goal, the full back line, Aidan Doyle, Shane Welsh, and Niall Madden is now in. in replace of Mark Hearns. The half-back line is Jim Delahunty, Paul Hennebury and Cormac Daly. In the middle of the field there's a change. Sean Gannon is in in replace of Conor Brophy and Martin Gannon is the number nine. In the half-forward line then Kieran Quilty, no relation of me is playing at number ten. Number eleven is Martin O'Neill and number twelve is and John Fitzgerald and then we have in the full forward line Adam Croke, thirteen, Patrick Welsh, fourteen and Killian Hogan fifteen as we pause for our on beam. There we go, our own Veen, the small enough crowd here over uh, in uh, Ordon de Grasse and uh, getting ready for this second semi-final. The Sleeve Rue team lines up with Jamie O'Brien on goal, full-back line of Ben Alcock, Reese Murphy and Luke O'Donovan, half-back line of Adrian Rockers, Jack Frisby and Niall Welch. In the middle of the field we have William Halpin and Owen Kenny. The half-forward line is Eamon Phelan, Craig Phelan and Paul Rocket. And in the full-forward line we have Sean Roach, Gary Welch and Killian Power. As the game is on we'll get a chance to talk to Anya in a minute as Moonkine go on the attack first off and that is a wide by John Fitzgerald the first of the game there by Moonkine and a quick start to the, the game Anya already so we're going to enjoy this one I think I think we're going to be out of breath for this one for a lot but Martin it's easy starting very fast even the goalie poking out the ball there it's very fast but you have to say Moonkine even though it's only a couple of seconds in they really are they really are going hard at it and we see a ball just dropped in there and gone over the yes, bar there for sleep room and just Rocket. after eating my words there <laughs> uh, really good score there by Paul Rocket um, you know to certainly settle um, sleep room's nerves but you know we're in for an intriguing game a real south derby here you know there'll be a lot up for stake not just it's just a county final but a lot of pride here as well and sure they are going to have a great game on our hands batted down by Spud's brother that's Adrian of course grandsons of the legendary Dick Rocket back in Sleeve Rue there that, that ball seems to be picked off the ground but John Fitzgerald got away with it and already he's after Polo it's off the crossbar actually dangerous there for Sleeve Rue but it's dealt with again by uh, Niall Welsh and it's sent down over the far side of the field there as Gary Welsh is fighting for a ball is still in play Gary misses out on the ball though Monkine are dealing with that and over there is uh, that's Alan Henry, I think 
think it is over there he comes to deal with it ball is there but it breaks loose and it'll come here to Adrian Rocket as Adrian is going to let fly and drive it in down on top of Sean Roach who's waiting for it in around the square but it's going to bounce in behind everyone dealt with there by Owen Purcell and Owen relieves the clearance out here to the sideline as far as Jim Delahunty Jim nice pass across there to Paul Henry. Paul sending a diagonal ball up along the field over there towards the number 13 the far side that's Adam Crope a sleeve through dealing with it Ben Alcock coming away with about three Munkine players around him they dispossess him ball back in hand comes here to the number 13 that's Adam Crope ball is dropped short Don Jamie O'Brien deals with it he's half blocked down Don here's danger for Munkine is here comes Adam Crope coming with the ball oh it's just over the bar a little too high they are far to go in the goal but the teams are level here after two minutes but that was dangerous there for the sleeve room players on you very very dangerous but great work there from Patrick Wells from Munkine you know he never gave up he got the hook in there vital hook and you know it stopped a massive clearance there for um, for Sleeve Rue Sleeve Rue very lucky that that ball wasn't into the back of the net here as we see uh, Owen Kenny uh, Sleeve Rue captain who you know we're going to have to see a massive game out of him today former Kilkenny minor hurler so you know Sleeve Rue are really going to be depending on him as he seems to be actually moved into into the half forward line there um, you know so he's going to offer a massive amount of strength on that line yep surely will the ball is out and he was the last fella to put her out as Jim Zalhunt he gets the sideline ball and he manages to put her out around the midfield there might break here towards Paul Rocket good clash of the ash here in UPMC Nolan Park it's bitterly cold here as Matt Treffery Kieran Canavan from the John Locks Club in Callan has awarded a free to Moonkine directly on their own 65 metre line and Paul Hennebury is stepping up to take this Moonkine are playing with uh, or again the breeze I should say playing into the town end here in UPMC Nolan Park and here's a chance for the centre back to get Moonkine's second point on the board it looks like that he has the distance has he got the accuracy no just tailed off to the left and wide two wides there for Moonkine as this game is brought to you today with thanks to Blanchfield's Centre Moonkine serving the local community for over 20 years as the ball is sent out and sent long here towards Gary Welsh great catch there by Gary tries to put it across there to Paul Rocket won't work out Killian Power tries to flick it across there back to Spud doesn't work either Spud of course as he's known down in the club in sleeve Rue sends that big ball in towards Sean Roach it might break here but again it won't own Purcell dealing with it a relieving clearance out here towards the side and over there towards uh, Shane Welsh Shane sending a diagonal ball across here to John Fitzgerald John misses places the ball as it comes to Adrian Rocket he hand passes it back here to Jack Frisbee Jack taking a look around skews the shot a little bit trying to put it in towards Owen Kenny Owen Kenny is deemed to have pulled across the uh, head accidentally as he was going for the ball there on one of the Moonkine players I think that was Niall Madden that was there and it will be a free out to Moonkine as Paul Henry gets ready to take this quickly sends it up in towards the corner up in there towards Killian Hogan Killian has ball in hand he's around Reese Murphy he's gone past it's actually Luke Donovan he's gone past Ooh. here's danger for Moonkine they have a goal chance but it's blocked in there by the number three for Steve Rue that's Reese Murphy good play there by the full back he's half blocked down though still in trouble as the ball is out over the end line for a 65 to Moonkine but again on you mm-hmm. Moonkine are looking dangerous when they get in around the area of the square the large rectangle there for Steve Rue and they're going to have to be careful on that they certainly are we're looking at Killian Hogan there he's after taking off on two powerful runs and he just seems to have the pace of his defender at all times you Got know past Luke O'Donovan with ease on very that much very very much ease and you can even kind of sense that the, the full back line for Schlieve Rue they're a little bit uneasy but it, I suppose around the other end of the field like the, their ball they're just passing it so fluidly around the place so this is a massive opportunity here for Jack or for uh, Paul, Paul Henry, Henry and that looks like it's going no, wide tailing 
yeah, yeah it's wide tail. again so that's three wides now for Monkine. Three good opportunities. It's still one point apiece here in this second of the JJ Cavan and Sons Junior Hurling Championship semi-final. Tullahar awaiting the winner as the ball is sent out from a puck out there by Jamie O'Brien. Flicked on there by Killian Power. Doesn't work out. That's Jim Delahunty is there. Flicks it out here towards the awaiting Martin Gannon who is running up for the ball. But Adrian Rocket dispossesses him. Going forward with it now. Having a look around to see who is available. Decides that he's going to send it long in here towards own Kenny Kenny puts up the stick, brings it down to himself. He has a chance. He's gone away here now from the back. Looked like that he was being fouled. Referee says no, and that's a wasted opportunity as it goes out to the right of the post on the O'Loughlin's end and wide. And that is the first wide of the game for Sleeve Rue. Quick puck out by Owen Purcell as he takes it there towards the cornerback. That's Adam Doyle. Adam is in trouble. Actually, it's Niall Madden who has moved over to that position there. Great pass in here towards Martin Gannon who is going forward now with the ball. It's uh, passed out here towards Killian Hogan Killian is on the ball checks turns on his right hand side puts it in here towards the number 11 I mm-hmm. think that is yeah. only that's Martin O'Neill and that is a second point on the board for Moenkine good play and good link up there Martin O'Neill getting the score yeah very very good point there I suppose in, um, Killian Hogan saw that there was no opportunity on for him he just had the head up there and you had Martin O'Neill was in acres of space there really good score there for Moenkine Moenkine taking an early lead here in this game but as we see there's plenty of time left in this as it comes here towards Paul Henry. lovely little lobbed pass out here towards the Moonkind players that's going forward there now towards uh, Jim Delahunty Jim putting it in there towards the full forward that's Patrick Welsh seems to be foul Moonkind fans looking for the free not coming Niall Welch has the ball in hand and he's fouled as it's coming out and there will be a relieving free out to Sleeve Rue there but again Anya Munkine are running and they're chasing mm-hmm. impacts they're giving the Sleeve Rue players no chance on the ball whatsoever they're really up for this game they certainly are and you can even see that the way they're playing there's constantly a player running off the shoulder on either side like it's very much a, a short passing game that they seem to be going into and I suppose when you look at their management team and who's involved with them Jimmy Marr it has Jimmy Marr written all over it there um, but that's a, that's a good ball down into the corner don't can even get it but misses it there a really good defending there by Aidan Dyle as he drives that ball out as far as the number 7 Cormac Daly another short pass as you see another short pass here again um, onto that's John, John Fitzgerald yeah, they're losing the lines lovely yeah. that's a poor enough ball might work out a small little bit no it won't that's the number 6 there back dash Jack Frisbee good pass there towards Paul Rocket Paul as well outside the 65 metre line he's winding up what a score by Paul Spud Rocket from inside his own 65 metre line and the teams are level here in UPMC Nolan Park for the second time two points apiece what a bullet yeah absolute cracker of a score there second point of the day for Paul Rocket and I suppose when it looked like um, Mooncoin were, were setting up a score there he just had to pop up and get that as we look here the ball is delivered in by Sean Gannon a late substitution into the team but that one is dropped short into the hands there of uh, Jamie O'Byrne Jamie O'Brien. O'Brien yep as the ball comes down here towards Owen Kenny Owen Kenny now going forward has the ball in hand sends it out here towards Craig Phelan Craig turns on to his left hand side puts it in and puts it over the bar that's a good point there for Craig Phelan his first of the afternoon and Sleeferu are now leading by three points to two good start to the game on you yeah very good start to the game great to see a really kind of a very flowing referees really letting it go as well you know he's kind of leaving the two teams go at it at their own demise there and you know some, some really good scores after being popped over 
as the ball is here now with John Fitzgerald going forward he has support runners here in the form of that's number 17 going forward that's uh, Sean Gannon Sean takes a shot goal for Monkine he ran at least 20-25 metres with the ball nobody put in a challenge from Sleeve Rue that'll be disappointing from their management's point of view but what a goal Sean Gannon great score by Sean Gannon just took off from the middle of the field and you know there was nobody that was going to him he just used his absolute strength there and you know a cracker of a goal and certainly as a score that Munkine needed there after having three wides in the game they would have fancied themselves to be a little bit more ahead as we look here again at John Fitzgerald clearing that ball driving it right up into the corner will it make oh, a lot of catch Adam Croke has the ball in hand he has support players with Patrick Will put it across to him Patrick Will jinx it goal all in the space of 45 to 50 seconds Munkine have tore the sleeve through defence apart and they are now leading by 2-2 two, two to 3 points in this as we look and one of the sleeve through players is down in the back line but on you two fast quick mm-hmm. goals for Munkine and it was all too easy for him oh, way way too easy and you know very very well worked you know John Fitzgerald is you know he's pumping a lot of ball over into that corner and that one worked out brilliantly we've seen an excellent a catch there by Adam Croke there and, you know used his head had the look of seeing that Patrick Welsh was in a better position I thought at one stage Patrick Welsh was maybe going to fluff it he kind of took an extra step on it but buried in the back of the net and what, what a lift that you is for Munkine you have question though where was the sleeve room yeah. defence like Patrick Welsh was standing all in his own when, Patrick, or mm-hmm. when Adam Croke was going in there a simple tap across like and now albeit Patrick had to do a small little bit with it when he yeah. got the pass but still there was no one within 10-15 yards of him and I think that's what Munkine is certainly going to do they're going to utilise the, the fact that they probably th- probably know that they have you know a stronger a tr- st- stronger three inside than um, Schlieve Rue do and that's what it looks like they're going to do they're p- putting plenty of space in there but they are with Schlieve Rue are certainly in trouble as here comes Killian Hogan turns around Luke O'Donovan tries to get a half block in works a small little bit here comes Noya Welsh he's going to be hooked under pressure out over the sideline is it no linesman over this side Sean Clear is having a close look at it Kieran Canavan small bit away from it taking a look as well ball is on the ground and now the flag goes up from Sean Clear and I think he's just putting it up for is it a sideline or is it a throw ball I think it's actually indicating it's going to be a line ball to Munkine mm-hmm. on Ordon de Gros here and Steve Rio have been rattled after 11 minutes it is Munkine leading 2-2 to 3 points here that is 8 points to 3 a 5 point lead after 11 minutes is an interesting lead as Tullahar had that all going into the end of the game that's a great sideline in there by the uh, Munkine Danger. players stopped in around the square pulled on first time here's a chance for Adam Krog half block down out for a 65 but again we mentioned mm-hmm. that Sleeve Rue defences in sixes and sevens there that could have been a, thir- a four goal chance even you know what you know the, the, the first water break I'd say can't come quick enough now for Sleeve Rue because I think they need to get a little bit of compro- composure they were rattled after the first goal you know they probably took their eye off it then and they ended up leaking a second goal within a couple of seconds and you know I, I think they really need to find their composure they're just looking very unsteady in there and you know Munkine can probably sense that and they're going to punish that within the next couple of minutes I think to the brick wall they nearly want in there the amount of ball that's going in at the minute and how easy it's going in there but Paul Hennebury has a chance here for a chance to put Munkine even further ahead with a 65 he does just that after 12 minutes of play Munkine are leading by 2-3 to 3 points and as Anya said the break can't come quick enough here for uh, Sleeve Rue as Jamie O'Brien getting ready to take the puck out and it's been a while since uh, Sleeve Rue got a score on the board as that ball is sent down there towards Amy Field and Sunshine has come back out here in Nolan Park as Killian Power loses out there to Sean Gannon Sean getting that brilliant goal there early on in the first half but the ball is out over the sideline and it will be a line ball to Sleeve Rue just inside their own 65 metre line and no crowd 
Orange in Ordonge Grosse here everyone over or in Ordonbrenock I should say all the crowd is in Ordonbrenock or we're in Ordon Vernock, aren't we? And they're all in Ordon de Gross. Yeah, well, I'll eventually get it right, Martin, as we come here and Adrian Rocket gets ready to take a, a shot here. The cold, I think, is getting to us up here in the press box, and that ball is sent directly out over the sideline, and it will be a line ball to Munkine just down outside the tunnel of the old dressing rooms here in Ordon Vernock. And that's number 18 over there. That's Niall Madden is getting ready to take this, trying to find it decent bit of grass here in Nolan Power Pitch is in immaculate condition despite all the rain that we're after having in the last couple of days credit is due to John Coogan and Kevin McGarry here for having UPMC Nolan Park always in tip top condition as that ball is seemed to be thrown ahead there by Martin Gannon referee Kieran Canavan is allowing the play to continue kicked ahead there by uh, Craig Phelan ball comes out it's half blocked down by the Moon player or Moonkind players again slipped out there by Jim Delahunty all to himself nice little dummy there by the wing back as he sends the ball out it's blocked down by Owen Kenny arrives here towards Adrian Rocket who is going forward took a belt as he was going through gets the ball out here now to Eamon Phelan Eamon Phelan trying to get a run on Paul Hennebury it's not going to work though he's still going forward can't catch it again tries to get the ball out there to Sean Roach Sean Roach loses out though to the Moonkind players and John Fitzgerald is back there playing as a sweep sending a good long ball down here towards the full forward line that's Patrick Welch Patrick Welch is away again Luke O'Donovan mm-hmm. can't manage him it's skewed out will it go for a 65 yes yeah. it will it was blocked out again but again Patrick Welch showing the danger almost got away from Luke O'Donovan mm-hmm. that time and Moonkine are really 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 going to town on the sleeve route defence here they certainly are and I'd say if anything uh, uh, Patrick Welch you know he probably didn't mean to even hit that ball kind of go for a shot because Killian Hogan was on the other side all on his own and I'd say it was just you know the little block that got in there that swayed the ball in a different direction because Killian Hogan was most certainly in there for goal number three for Moonkine. Yeah certainly was well Moonkine are to the four in this game here they're two three to three points ahead after 15 minutes I'd say Kieran Canavan will be looking at the water break possibly as Paul Hennebury sends that ball in is it going to tail off yeah. no umpires are passing to one another to put up the white flag as it is indeed the water breakers Paul Hennebury gets his second point of the afternoon here and it is Moonkine leading this game by 2-4 two, two sleeve ruse three points and all be is that sleeve ruse started well Moonkine have just tore into Monion deserve its uh, leads in this first half already yeah you'd have to say that they do they just look like they're a lot more dangerous when the ball goes up to the full forward line I think you know something certainly has to be done with the sleeve roof full back line they're just not able to cope with the pace that's in there and the space that's being left in there and something actually very noticeable as well I was just keeping an eye on it when you look at when the balls are being set up for a sideline or a free or 65 Moonkind seem to be the only guys talking out there there's constantly someone dictating where the players need to stand or where the players need to be whereas sleeve through it's like they're kind of they're like a, a deer a, a deer running into headlights they're just they just don't know what to do at the moment and I think you know this 15 minutes the management team are going to be over there telling the guys let's get your composure back together we'll just relax the first 15 minutes is over we can still do this there's there's another 45 minutes of hurling to go but certainly at the moment you have to say Moonkind are looking the stronger team they certainly are and I know that Blanchfield Central in Moonkine was probably listening in to the commentary there they're our sponsors of the uh, broadcast today serving their local community for over 20 years and we
we want to thank Blanchfield Centra in Moonkine for their sponsorship of today's broadcast Moonkine though 2-4 to 3 points ahead as we said Tullahore Ross Birkin are waiting the winners in the county final on November the 14th two weeks from today still there is a long way to go in this game but already Moonkine with one foot in that uh, county final in two weeks time we just want to say hello to club secretary for Sleeve Rue Mary Rocket who's at home and listening in can't make the game today so I know she probably won't be too happy with the results at the minute as it's going but that's a great catch out around the middle of the field there by Moonkine as Paul Hennebury now sends that ball up diagonally towards Killian Hogan Killian or Patrick Welch actually who it is and he misses out on uh, that's is that Niall Welch that's over there was he lost the hurl tried to put in a, a Kung Fu style kick on him doesn't work out and that ball is out over the sideline and wide to be, fa- <laughs> to be fair to Niall Welsh there his hurl was lost he still kept on toe with Patrick Welsh and whatever ended up happening he ended up getting the hurl back off Patrick Welsh you know he kept going he literally threw his whole body at the at the oh, line there poor very out. poor yeah, puck yeah. out yeah Jamie O'Brien misplacing that one is putting the backs under pressure but Reese Murphy has it trying to get Sleeve on the attack again going down there towards uh, that's uh, Gary Welsh I think it is fighting over there too is number 8 William Halpin as they try to put pressure on the Moonkine players that's a small bit better from Sleeve Rue but Moonkine still have players around him here's John Fitzgerald out around the middle of the field now going forward lovely little lob pass across there good challenge though by Ben Alcock there's Moonkine looking for the free it's not going to come as looked like that Ben Alcock was fouled yes he was on the way out and there will be a free to the Sleeve Rue players over just outside their own front 45 metre line and Kieran Canavan probably the coolest customer out on the field there our match referee today assisted by Sean Clear from O'Loughlin's and Stephen Delaney over on the far side from Greg Ballycallum but Sleeve have a chance to have a free here and really they haven't got much down into the forward line or even beyond their own 45 metre line with a long time here as we look Sean Roach has now gone in full forward there for Sleeve they're trying to put Owen Kenny in as well and they're after bringing out Gary Welch out to the half forward line but John Fitzgerald seems to be playing as a sweeper he's mm-hmm. roaming around and not one of the Sleeve Rue players can seem to handle him because wherever he goes they're unsure whether to stay in their own position or yeah. whether to follow him where they're going and if they follow him as we see they're leaving acres of space open then in the back massive amount of space he's like he's nearly the link to every score that um, that's coming from Munkine you know the fact that they're leaving on Kenny inside you know for me that would be very worrying I think a player of his calibre is probably needed out the field at the moment especially when things aren't going as well but you know I think even if he was out there he could just orchestrate a bit more it seems a waste when there's no ball coming in there to leave him inside yeah that was a poor shot there by Paul Rocket to put the ball out wide far too way out he might have been better off to play somebody else in the full forward line quick puck out there from Owen Purcell lovely pass along up to Martin O'Neill Martin gets the ball out John Fitzgerald is blocked down though by Adrian Rocket as Killian Power gets the ball without taking it into his hand and sends it down towards Owen Kenny off the hand top of the hand though and Munkine are dealing with it as Eamon Phelan goes in with it Gary Welsh now has the ball in hand slips it out the side door out here to Craig Phelan who on his uh, knees turns around onto his right hand side takes a look in at the post and that's a good score there by Craig Phelan and one that Sleeve Rue needed because after 18 minutes they're still 2-4 to 4 points ahead but that might stem the tie a small little bit good Abs- result absolutely really good score badly needed by um, badly needed by Sleeve Rue and, and a good score for Craig Phelan to pop up you know uh, Sleeve Rue are working very very hard for their scores you know they're not coming as easy so when they get the opportunity they need to be capitalising on it 
Yeah, but Munkine are coming here again. Mm -hmm. Here comes Martin. Gannon sends it in. The umpires are taking a look, but that's gone wide. And with all the dominance that Munkine have, they'll still be disappointed. They have five wides on the scoreboard already, and there's not even 20 minutes gone here, on you? Yeah, they absolutely will. And you know, it's very scoreable, very scoreable shots as well. You you would have to say they will be disappointed at that. And, but I suppose you know they're kind of comfortable here now at the moment, and they'll be hoping that that's not going to come back and bite them. So that ball looks to be dropped in short there, and that's gone wide there again for Schlieveroo and it looks like it was the number that's 30 that's Killian Power yeah, yeah. a terrible shot really they're the ones that you kind of need aim a field and set them up lovely for the pass in but again that ball has gone wide and Schlieveroo now have three wides here that's a great catch over there by Adam Croke a lovely ball in here towards uh, is that the 13 or is it the 15 no it's hard to see the numbers up here on yeah maybe I need new glasses at this stage it's going but Patrick Welch is certainly going forward on the ball he's been tackled around by Schlieveroo players he's still going forward he has a loose player outside him decides Good to go score. himself and why wouldn't he he puts the ball in and puts it over the bar that's a goal and a point now for Patrick Welch in at full forward and Munkine are leading 2-5 to 4 points here yeah really really good score really good individual score from Patrick Welch but again you know there was a lot, a lot of guys just lining up waiting to take that as you know that ball was um, it just knocked out over the sideline there and it's going to be a Schlieveroo ball and you know Munkine that's Munkine ball actually oh it's a Munkine ball um, you know a Schlieveroo really need to start getting to grips here now and hopefully they can put in a better 15 minutes than they did in the first Yep, as uh, Munkine getting ready to take the sideline here in Ordon Bernoff, Jim Delahunty with a fantastic sideline cross field ball over there towards the uh, the number is that the number three or is it the number thirteen over there? 13. I think it's Adam Croke, is it? Uh, it is yeah, Adam yeah. Croke. Yeah, Adam deciding to go all on his own, and why not? Great Same score. result as just Patrick Welch a few minutes ago. Point uh, white flag is up, and Munkine have extended their lead out to six to four points, and already with just twenty minutes gone on, it looks like Sleeveroo are in trouble. Yeah, it certainly does. Another excellent score there by um, Adam Croke and again ball just put into all that acres of space there you can see the amount of space that we're even looking at here now at the moment compared to the space there's, there's very little space up here for the sleeve but as forwards. we said again John Fitzgerald is the instigator of yeah. that because he's coming back and the backs don't know whether to follow him or not and they're staying put but he has all the space in the world as the ball comes here towards Killian Hogan put out there towards the uh, to me that's uh, oh it is Adam Croke is over there yeah he's after coming out a small little bit gets the hand pass back here towards Killian Hogan Killian with a little 1-2 jink but that's going to be disappointing there for the corner forward and it's out over the end line and wide there's a substitution coming here for uh, Steve Rue I think it is even yeah. though there's nobody over and oh, there is I think this is Michael Hines if I'm not mistaken uh, over there just waiting for John Guinan to announce who it's going to be but I don't think they're going to allow the sub it's actually for Ben Alcock so it is that's uh, Michael Hines there that's the number 17 replacing uh, Ben Alcock uh, Pat Hayes is over there I don't think they're going to allow the substitution to take place yet because the paperwork hasn't been completed but uh, comes here towards uh, Martin O'Neill Martin has the ball sends a lovely hand pass again out here to the awaiting 17 that is uh, Sean Gannon yeah puts a lovely ball in again here towards uh, Adam Crowe but Adam blocked down on this occasion Luke O'Donovan gets the ball and sending it down here towards Jack Frisbee they're after the or William Halpin it is actually over here on the sideline but again two Munkine players are around him Martin Gannon just bouncing off the Steve Rue players gets a lovely hand pass here to John Fitzgerald and that's oh. disappointing for John he knew himself the minute he hit it that the ball was going to go wide and it has indeed seven wides already for uh, Munkine it's still 2-6 though to the Munkine men four points to Steve Rue so Substitute on the sleeve rule team, number 17, Michael Hines, 
Replacing number two, Ben Alcott. Here's a chance for Monkine as Pat Hay is just announcing that substitution there. Here comes Gary Welsh, but it's dealt with very well back there by Shane Welsh. Shane manages to get the ball out here towards Sean Gannon. Sean scoops it back here towards Owen Purcell. They need to be careful, but they have all the space and time in the world as Sean Owen gets it out here towards Niall Madden. Niall going forward, has the space, has the time. Paul Henry, a 1-2 there with the Monkine man. Not a sleeve room man inside of him. William Halpin trying to get a block in there. Ball is put in here towards Patrick Welsh. Lovely stick work there by the full forward but again another disappointing result that's eight wides now for the Monkine men and already only their management and Jimmy in particular won't be happy with that they certainly won't because the backs are working the ball out so effortlessly there and they're just making they're making it look so easy down there and it's just disappointing disappointing that they're not able to convert there but the Monkine forwards they're out in front they're just not able to convert those in but scores. Paul Henry back there had a 1-2 with Niall Madden a short time ago as that ball is put in over that's there by Adam Croke and yeah. that's another great score there by the corner forward and Munkine have it with all two ease here in the first half 24 minutes coming up on the clock and it is Munkine 2-7 Sleeveru 4 points and Sleeveru hasn't scored since the 18th minute of the first half that's a 5 minutes without a reply as the ball is down there towards Gary Welsh and again Sleeveru can't gain primary possession from a puck out dirty ball is trying to be won over there but Munkine are fighting with it too and Gary Welsh comes away with it this time gets it out here towards Craig Field a bad side pass out there tried to bring in Adrian Rocket but Killian Hogan is back there as Aidan Doyle gets the ball sending it up here towards Adam Croke Adam lovely stick Great work ball. puts it across here towards Jim Delahunty who has made the run up from wing back Jim sidesteps the back there from Sleeveru with ease that was William Halpin he pinches the air with a tight fist and a great score there by the wing back and again I'm sounding like a broken down record here at the moment but it's all too easy for the men in green it certainly is an excellent score there by Jim Delahunty you know he just kept on going up the lines there looked at all the space that was in front of him a great ball over had to get on it turned into his good side and popped it over the bar excellent score there and I'm sure he'll be delighted to come up from half back to get that as we see there Paul Hennebury again you know making use of that ball and getting it out the field and even look here you've got Killian Hogan who's up in his own half back line for a corner forward and they're just working so hard Killian Power blocks that one down though and that's neither a shot nor a pass in there and an easy one dropping short into the goalkeeper Owen Purcell and Owen has the space and time in the world to get it out here to Sean Gannon Sean sends a bad pass down towards Martin O'Neill Michael Hines sliding in with it uh, Martin O'Neill has no hurl he's still going forward he's kicking it ahead he's still kicking it there's two or three Steve Rue players around him he doesn't care he hasn't got a hurl he's not going to give up he's still fighting for on the ground still kicking it in and kicking it forward Niall Welch is coming out with the ball and gets it out here towards Paul Rocket Paul sending the ball down towards the sideline down towards Gary Welch Munkine over there fighting for looked like there was a push in the back there but Munkine are still fighting away for that's certainly a pull down by Owen Kenny made no attempt to play the ball whatsoever just dragged the man straight down to the ground and an easy decision there by Kieran Canavan and you can see the Steve Room mm-hmm. players are getting very frustrated but they're not winning the primary ball there's balls have gone down there players are putting up their hands they're not catching it and that's not going to win a game for you yeah no it's certainly not and even the distribution just have to say it's like it's very 
very much like hit and hope and just hope that the lads are out in front and they're going to get that ball. Disappointing from a sleeve Rue point of view, you know, they're, they're, when they're getting their opportunities, they're having to work extremely hard for it and nothing seems to just clicking for them here today. But they're like a, a diamond and we've often seen this referred to in soccer that you have like the, the diamond formation in soccer. I mean, the last opportunity that Munkine had coming mm. out with the ball there, Owen Purcell was able to get the ball over to Nile Madden, Nile across and in a diamond formation up the field they yeah. were able to go with ease, no problem at all at all and there was no challenge put in on the Munkine players. No, absolutely not. Like, you know, it, it's clear as day that Munkine have a specific game plan and they're sticking to it and Schlieveru, whether they had a game plan and they're just not able to play it but they just don't seem to be getting to grips with anything that uh, Munkine are doing here. No, Munkine taking that free and sending it up along the sideline but it's out over the sideline, a disappointing result over there for Paul Hennebury and it will be a line ball to Sleeve as this game is brought to you with thanks today to Blanchfields Centra in Munkine serving the local community for over 20 years as Sleeve Rue getting ready to take the line ball 27 minutes gone here it's still 2-8 to Munkine 4 points to Sleeve Rue disappointing first half for the men in black and amber there as that ball is a good uh, sideline but it's misplaced and it's out here towards Martin Gannon Martin Gannon sends it up here now towards Adam Croke Adam Croke going forward he's dispossessed though by Gary Welsh Paul Rocket has it and this is another hit and hope on really down to Sean Rhodes as Sean pulls on the ball first time might come here to Craig Field and a mix up there in the forward line there between Sean Roach and Craig mm-hmm. Field and again with ease Munkine are able to deliver the ball little pass out here to Paul Hennebury Munkine have men on the run Paul Hennebury is sending this long it's a big Gary Owen down towards Patrick Welsh Patrick Welsh <gasps> brings it down here here comes Munkine goal for Munkine Killian Hogan with the simplest of touches in past Jamie O'Brien a king of beauty mm-hmm. Gary Owen style up into the forward line Steve Rue didn't deal with it and now they're 3-8 to 4 points down yeah excellent score there by uh, Killian Hogan he just followed that ball through I suppose Patrick Walsh he's in there for a reason like and you know he just put himself in the way you know made it very very difficult and you know the ball just hopped to the right time for Killian Hogan and kept on following through like a true corner forward you know in the right place at the right time and you know great goal and really really setting sail here for a moon kind to, to go all the way well they certainly had one foot in it after the second goal they have one and a half in it now at this stage they're nearly there with the two feet and it's not even half time here in UPMC Nolan Park as Owen Kenny is going forward with this ball tries to hit it on his left hand side but again two Munkine men are around him putting pressure on him forces the mistake and the ball is out over the sideline four wides to Steve Rue eight wides to Munkine and Munkine are leading this game by 3-8 which is 17 points to four a 13 point lead and we're still only on the 29th minute here in the first half in the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Junior Championship semi-final here as we said earlier Tullaher waiting on the winners as that ball is broken down over there and there's a free as Kieran Canavan has blown the whistle for a free out it looks like to Munkheim for a pullback he's indicating and there will uh, be at least two minutes of additional time at the end of normal playing time as Pat Hayes uh, announces two minutes of additional time over there John Guinan with the fourth officials board up and uh, letting us all see it two minutes of misery maybe for Sleeve Rue two minutes of joy for Munkine whichever way you look at it and again Munkine have all the acres of space in the world it really is all too easy that ball comes out off the stick of Adrian Rocket and it will be a line ball to Munkine and Munkine chasing for every ball nice and quickly to get the play underway as quick as possible and get a couple of more scores on the scoreboard as Martin O'Neill comes over here to take this sideline and or John Brannock here he has the capability of putting this over the bar and I still don't understand it's a great 
skill why they got rid of the two point rule in hurling maybe because it was happening so often knowing it that they didn't want it uh, to happen anymore but here it goes and it's heading in that direction but it might just tail right. off it does indeed to the right of the town end goal and it is wide and Jamie O'Brien slowing things down a small little bit I think he's just trying to get the team into half time now at this stage and try and regroup but it's a mountain to climb for Steve Rue here in the second half as that ball is sent down again to Gary Welsh Gary misses out on the ball again Munkine coming away with ease they have three four players setting up and that time they were a bit yeah. lackadaisy with it took too long on the ball as William Halpin gets that ball in here towards Craig Phelan if he can get a run around he might have a chance of a goal and he now has support here he's pulled back he's still going forward sends it in and puts the ball in and over the bar he done all the good work himself put it in and that's his third point from play a good uh, uh, a good return I suppose for mm-hmm. himself but not getting much ball in there to be fair to him and it's still 3-8 to 5 points here in favour of Munkine yeah good score there by Craig Phelan and I suppose another one that Steve Rue badly needs just to keep the scoreboard ticking over to make it look a little bit prettier than it is but he had to work very very hard as that ball is dropped in and it's just gone wide there for Munkine yeah that was Adam Croke that's their 10th wide now on yeah mm-hmm. I make it anyway in the first yeah. half he had players around him he could have passed that away and got another score as we're 31 and a half minutes 30 seconds of normal time left here if we can go by the uh, fourth official announcing the two minutes as we have a look down there and Reese Murphy's down on the ground getting some attention there for uh, Sleeve Rue there is a small little bit of a breeze and Steve Rue was actually playing with the breeze into the O'Loughlin ends in the first half so everything going to go against him here mm-hmm. uh, in the second half but Monkine have been awesome outstanding the skill level but then again it has been a bit easy for him as well like if you look at it there's very little tackles has been put in on any of the Munkine players yeah very little it's, everything is so easy for them it's like they're in a training field here at the moment nobody the sleeper lads just aren't marking up there as the referees called for half time whistle and you know to much to the delight of Sleeveru you can even look at the Munkine lads are jogging off the field there but the Sleeveru lads are just walking off like their heads are down as it is already and you know th- they know that they're going to really have to go out all guns blazing in the second half if they want to kind of turn this back into a game because at the moment Munkine are coasting and they're doing it very much at their ease yeah I know this happened to Steve Rue a couple of years ago in the semi-final again I could have even been twice with uh, Callan and Piltown that done mm-hmm. it to them unfortunately it seems to be especially with the team that when they get to the semi-final that I don't know whether it's just nerves or whatever it is they don't seem to perform to the best of their ability at all at all because the first half the last day in the quarter-final against Piltown they were outstanding the yeah. same as Piltown Munkine are today but Munkine are what 9 and 8 17 points to 5 at the minute 12 yeah. point lead at half time you'd really want to be queer bad now to lose that uh, lead going into the second half you certainly would well we did see in the first match there that uh, you know Jane Stevens came back and got two late goals in the last quarter um, of the game I suppose you know did maybe tell her kind of you know sit back and relax a little bit but you know definitely there's something big going to be needed here for Sleeve Rue in the second half you know the, the management team are really going to have to you know get their confidence back up because you would imagine it's probably at an all time low for a turn of five points in you know in the first 30 minutes of hurling it is it's it's very very poor and you know they just cannot seem to get to grips of anything do they have to do a few positional changes do they need to move some of the more dominant players out to the middle of the field because that's where it's been won but they also really need to tighten up stop leaving all that space inside for that the Moonkine yeah, yeah for the Moonkine full forward line because any time the ball goes in there like we've got you know Patrick Walsh has got 1-1 one, one, Killian Hogan has got a goal and Adam Cook has got three points all from play in 30 minutes of Ireland you know they really are they're working ferociously hard and they 
there and you, you know something's going to have to be done do they need to get a sweeper to sit back and just roam over and back if, they're go- if all that space is going to be inside there but at the moment as I've said and I'm going to say it again it's all Moonkine it's their show and they look like they're the ones that are going to be coming up against Tullaher in two weeks time Tullaher have seen enough all the boys that were down in front of us here are heading for the exit and on the way home back to Tullaher it is half time here in the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship semi-final with thanks to Blanchfield Centra in Moonkine serving the local community for over 20 years it is Moonkine 3 goals and 8 points sleeve rule 5 points we'll head back to Shane in the studio and we'll be back with you for the second KCLR Live Sport The JJ Kavanagh Sons Junior Hurling Championship Semi-Final Schlieveroo versus Mooncoin With thanks to Blanchfield Centre Mooncoin Serving the local community for over 20 years Yes, you're all welcome back here to UPMC Nolan Park. The sun is shining down brightly here over Kilkenny City at this moment in time. The two teams are back out on the field. No changes uh, that we can note of um, as there's a bit of a scuffle starting. Maybe we need that in the game to go ahead and match referee Kieran Canavan gets us underway and hopefully the things might improve for Sleeve Room. One kind of be hoping for more of the same in the first half as Owen Kenny now coming away with the ball, hitting a couple of players. There's an advantage coming here. There's now a free in to Steve Rue just inside the 65 metre line. And already, <laughs> I don't know what happened at half time, but we've seen a bit of aggression at long last like coming into this game. Maybe we might be going to get a game of this in the second half. We certainly did. I'd say there was a few words spoken at half time um, from the Steve Rue front. And, you know, the, the lads either liked it or they, they hated it. But either way, they're coming out of the, the first tackle there. They look like they're really revved up with it. And we do see that Owen Kenny is back out into the middle in the middle third of the field so hopefully he'll have more of an impact there as we're looking here it's uh, Paul Rocket who is taking uh, lining up to take this free here and looking for his third point of the day and it's looking is it no it has tails off and wide yep so that's five wides for Steve Rue Sean Gannon picked up a yellow card for that challenge there on Owen Kenny and a bad start to the game here for by Steve Rue but already um, Moonkine are on the attack here with a quick puck out by Owen Purcell that looked like there's a trip there by Michael Hines there was indeed and a nice easy decision there for Kieran Canavan our match referee who in fairness hasn't had much to do at all now in this game it's probably one of the easiest games so far that Kieran has been assigned to do as we wait and look at Patrick Welsh is coming out to take this already has 1-1 to his name in the first half a goal and a point Sean Gannon getting the second goal and Killian Hogan getting the third goal for Munkine as they're well in control of this game here three eight to five points we're just waiting sun is beating down on him that's going in and it's going straight between the post and it's a third point or second point of the afternoon for patrick welch one two to his name and already steve rue trying to take the quick puck out that's not going to work but one kind of extended the lead even further on you certainly have yeah um you know very well worked there free taken and patrick Welch stepping up there to take it and just edging out in the uh, edging out there as we're going to be looking at steve rue we're going to be under a lot of pressure you know the sun is after coming out there there and it's, you can even see by the goalies holding the hurl up and it really is in his eyes there so you know this is an opportunity for uh, Moonkind to, to really put their, their foot on the neck there and you know claw down this yeah but if they're going to work that short pass out like Moonkind is doing like that one they're going to have to be accurate with it yeah. and that certainly wasn't accurate that was a terrible ball out of defence there by uh 
Reese Murphy we're just waiting the referee is after blowing his whistle here I don't know for what because I didn't see a free or anything did you? No I didn't see unless it's gone out over the sideline there did um, I, Did it look like Sean Clear is after putting up it for no. a line ball no Paul Rocker's going over to take it so he, it, it is a free anyway mm. I didn't. I must say I didn't see a free anywhere because I was watching Sean and there was no flag went up but Kieran Canavan has obviously spotted something in the mix there and Sleeferu has a free in just outside the 20 metre line is it maybe near enough to the 45 metre line as Paul Rocker puts that one in and puts it well to Very the left wide. and wide and already that's two good opportunities for Sleeve Rue to get a score on the board and two opportunities missed as that ball is sent down in the sun and Owen Kenny is it Owen Kenny is going back there for that one to try and get it as Michael Hines is in there as well. Ball kind of squirms out the side here. There's a scrum ensuing for it just outside the edge of the D down on the O'Loughlin's end of the field. Nobody is getting possession of it here and Canavan is close to the play. Having a look at it, he's still letting the lads play away with it. Munkina coming away with it now with Killian Hogan. That's a throw sure ball well. right in front of mm-hmm. the referee, Kieran Canavan. And it will be a free out to Sleeve Ruin. Yeah. yeah. The throw ball these days now is so hard to actually know whether a fella is actually genuinely throwing it or whether it's going so quick yes. that the referee can't actually see the striking action. And is it any time to get rid of it? Do you know what? Like even like even when you go to Camogie, it's, I suppose it's the one drill that everybody's constantly doing. You constantly see it in a warm up. So players are bound to be getting a lot more faster motion in it. So it, it's very very hard to call it. You know, you know. I know you can see a clear throw at times, but you know sometimes I think like you have to maybe go with the player in the situation. Like you know. The, that they're trying to get everything done at such fast pace and you know maybe that one could it have been could it have been an actual handball or hand well, pass but referee decides no it's it's really Moonkine has got a point for Sleeve Rue but here comes Moonkine baiting down on goal again here's a little flick in by Killian Hogan Jamie O'Brien coming out and snuffing that chance away ball is still in around the square there for Moonkine looks trouble but away comes Niall Welsh with the ball to relieve the danger a small little bit gets the clearance out and puts it out over the sideline but again more trouble in mm-hmm. around the sleeve real defence there and Killian Hogan could have got a second little flick on it but there's still trouble here as Adam Croke takes the quick puck guard sideline from Munkine but right. he puts it to the right of the post and wide and that's 11 wides for Munkine in the game on you they're building they certainly are and they'll be very very disappointed with that and I'm sure the management team are going to have to look at something if they do end up getting past this um, sleeve route team that's going to be something that they're going to look at because they can't afford to put that many wides in a county final if that's the way they're going to be going uh, here comes Adam Croke again he's gone away from Reese Murphy bearing down on goal shortens the stick puts it in and puts it over the bar a great score there by the corner forward gone away for his fourth point of the afternoon and Sleeve Rue trying to take a quick one as well this time referee allowing the quick one to be taken Paul Rocket gathers the ball up sends it across here towards Jack Frisbee he's making a run forward with it Jack goes out the back door back here towards Adrian Rocket but it's all too lethargic mm-hmm. Rocket was too slow on that one as it comes there to Patrick Welsh and you don't give a shot to Patrick Welsh but unfortunately he drags it to the right and wide but even the puck outs we see them all of them seem to be coming down on top of Gary Welsh and he's winning none <laughs> of them as it comes in Jim that one yeah. is, I missed that that's a quick puck out and it's put in and put over the bar by Adam Croke just as I was having a chat to you about that last one just <laughs> happened so quick here that'll just tell you how bad things are first leave rule that even the puck outs are going astray for them Adam Croke getting onto his fifth point of the afternoon here and everything that Munkine are touching at the minute is turning to gold that ball is sent in again dangerously in around the house there towards Killian Hogan looked like there was a trip in there Patrick Welsh going forward with it kicks the ball ahead of 
Niall Welsh following him over at the sideline. It comes here now towards Adam Croke. Adam picks the ball up. He has space over the far sideline, but he overcarried it according to the match referee, and there will be a free out. Number 24, Paddy Dowling, replaces number 3, Ree Murphy. 20. That's a strange one, yeah. But they're bringing on Patrick Jowan at number 24 and they're taking off the full back. So maybe they're going to send back uh, Jack Frisbee or William Halpin back in to full back in there, which would normally be his uh, regular position and not in midfield. And they need to try and shore up something. So that seems to be what's happening on you. Yeah, they're after bringing on Patrick Dowling and they're putting William Halpin back into the full back line in there now on. Uh, on Patrick Welch or is it Adam Croke no he's going over to Adam Croke but anyway Steve Rue has a free they're sending it with Jamie O'Brien across here towards Paul Rocket Paul gets a stick to it but Martin Gannon comes away with it gets the hand pass out here towards Sean Gannon Sean fighting away for it won't come to him will slip across here towards uh, Steve Rue Steve Rue overturn possession good hand pass there between Adrian Rocket and the newly brought in Patrick Dowling looks like that he took too many steps with it but referee is happy to continue ball comes out here towards Killian Power that's gone and it's out to the left and wide again and disappointing good build up play that mm-hmm. time much better they utilised the free players but again a bad choice and a bad shot yeah it certainly was you know a, a tough a, t- a tough chance for them there and I suppose they are after coming out in the second half and they are trying a, trying a lot harder they seem to be running at Mooncoin even more I suppose for their puck outs that's, that's a good pick up there um, by um, Martin Gannon there is an excellent pick up kind of flicked it on top of his foot and it looks that's like there's a bad injury on. there yeah, yeah it's very the dead. The crowd is dead. The yeah. game is dead. Like, there's no life in it. I mean, you'd nearly want to go and row in it nearly to try and get the crowd going over on the far sideline. It's actually gone to that stage here now at the minute. And well, that's maybe been too harsh, but it really is terrible stuff here at the moment. Uh, you do, yeah. You need probably something to spice it up, but we um we won't be advertising uh, FI. Advertising for, for fights, <laughs> no. But just to go back to the to, um, the Steve Rue puck out there, what you just kind of touched on a moment ago. Yeah, Mankind have it done to perfect. They know exactly what they're doing. There's constantly a player running off each shoulder. Steve Rue have tried it once or twice, but yeah, okay, he might find the player... But then the two guys on either side have to be running off the shoulder with him, and they're not. They're just standing there waiting for the ball to come back, and you're basically inviting the Moonkine attack a on them. Moonkine attack coming. Yeah, because they're prepared. because yeah. you have to remember, like this is obviously the game plan that Moonkine are training hard in the field. So obviously their attack knows knows how to you know to come up come come against that in a battle. Like it, it's just really not working for them. As we look here, it looks like it is uh, Paul, Paul Rocket, Rocket yeah, has Paul. the ball. But again, there's two Moonkine players yeah. around. No support, as you said earlier on. Michael Hines is now going forward with the ball. Again, a couple of Munkine players around him, and the ball is on the ground here, and really the game needs something to spark into life, whether that be a goal from Sleeve Rue or something. But Jack Frisbee coming away with it, sending it up there towards Paddy Dowling. Paddy now has a chance to get away from the Munkine players. He's taking a look at the goal, but he's decided to send it in across in here towards Sean Road. Sean has the ball on the stick. Will he pass it? He will out towards Eamon Feeling. Good catch this time by Eamon Feeling. Going forward on the goal, he's not being fouled. It's an over carry there. Good defence by the Munkine players. They're putting their fists in, and it's a free out to Munkine. Good play by the defences. This broadcast, of course, being brought to you today with thanks to Blanchfields Centre in Munkine, serving the local community for over 20 years, and they will certainly be delighted that they are serving the Munkine players down there for uh, this game. As 40 minutes gone on the clock, 3:11 is still the score to Munkine. Six points to. Leave Rue and 
It really is uh, dire stuff here in this uh, JJ Cavan and Sons semi-final. Not much to get on the scoreboard about or not much to get excited about as that ball is sent in there it's dropping short Jamie O'Brien will deal with it putting the ball out here now towards Paul Rocket Paul fighting away with Martin Gannon out around the middle of the field there Killian Hogan is coming out Gary Welch is trying to get in around the players Gary comes away with the ball he's sending it up into the forward line Steve Rue needs to get something going up in the forward line there's nothing working out for him at the minute Munkine defence are really on top of their game there as Jim Delahunty comes away he's fouled with a wild pull from behind by Patrick Dowling and again all too easy there for the Munkine defence and Owen Porcel taking a very quick ball and again out here to Niall Madden who has acres of space in UPMC Nolan Park he sends the ball down here towards uh, Patrick Welsh who has come up Paul Rocket dispossesses and gets possession back there for Steve Rue but again he's putting it into the space there where there's no one really around good clash of the ash there this time between uh, Eamon Phelan and that is who's that is that Cormac Daly that's there or is it Aidan Doyle is Aidan Doyle is back there ball is down here now towards the corner forward that's Adam Croke looks like that he's been fouled Croke still continuing gets a lovely oh. ball out there towards Patrick Welsh he sends an even nicer ball in here towards Kieran Quilty Quilty puts the ball across the square though to no one and Mike Welsh over the sideline at the far side of the field it won't John Fitzgerald will gain possession back for Monkine he's deciding to put the ball in go alone but that's a wasted opportunity and again a misplace and wrong option to give Munkine 13 wides now in the game with 42 minutes gone so on the clock on the turnover lap for Steve Rue team number 21 Ina Hearn replaces number 13 Sean Roach well we're just waiting for that substitution to happen because obviously it can't and we're waiting for the next break in play but Ina Hearn is coming on and they're taking off Sean Roach hasn't worked for Sean today got a couple of good goals here in the junior uh, D final I think it was for Steve Rue a couple of weeks ago when they were playing Blacks and Whites as that ball now is sent in Roach pulls on the ball first time might break out here towards Patrick Dowling Patrick now goes out to the corner of the field over on the Ordon Bernock or Ordon de Gros side good pass back there towards Eamon Phelan much better play all together and that is the first score of the afternoon for Eamon Phelan uh, but well worked that time on you much better they utilised the players much more it certainly was yeah well worked ball and you can see that they are trying they are trying to push forward there as we look at that substitute is now gone in is coming onto the field to play there so that's Ian Ahern is coming in there for Sean Roach but yeah really good score there by um, Eamon Phelan you know what they, they're trying they, they just cannot come to grips the physicality I think when you're looking at this Moonkind team even their athleticism they're just constantly going look at this one two pop pass just easily goes by them now that's okay <laughs> again I'll leave my words that was a bad one that's a rarity now in fairness that is a rarity as it comes Paul Hennebury with a, a terrible pass when mm. it comes to it. He was after doing so well to go up the field with it. And that's certainly one for the scrapbook uh, for himself. But Steve Rue have a free out as Noel Welsh dispossessed Paul on that one. And he was fouled as he was coming away as Sean Clear is bringing back Jamie O'Brien a couple of feet further as he tries to take the quick one here now towards uh, Jack Frisby. Jack, who is on his own 65 metre line, he's launching it. He's after winding up. He's putting that one in. Bounces out by Owen Purcell on the goal. Gary Welsh oh. holds on it. First time it comes and Owen Purcell does well, though, to get the ball it doesn't go in the umpires are there and they have saved a goal down there in that time but that's much better from Steve Boo putting pressure on the Munkine defence which we haven't seen all game Michael Hines gets the ball here with a side pass out towards Eamon Phelan Eamon is sending the ball in that's a great catch back there though by uh 
Jim Delahunty and Jim has pulled he up looks, there now yeah. he seems to be after pulling a hamstring looking at the way that he's uh, holding his leg there and that'll be worrying times for Jimmy Marr and the Moonkind management over at the sideline they only have two weeks to the county final if they do indeed get there but it is looking good the way things stand here Moonkind though still fighting for over there on the Ordon Gross side of the field they're not giving anything away too easy as that ball is down on the ground there coming away with it I can't see who's over there it is a free out this time for over carry and the referee says Moonkind are not happy with it but as we turn our attention up to the town end of the goal Sub- Jim Delahunty number 20 James Edward replaces number 5 Jim Delahunty and they're not taking any chance with Jim Jim Delahunty as they're bringing on James Elward onto the field to play Jim of course got a point in the first half but that's worrying now for the Moonkind management they're not taking any chances at all precautionary measures taking him off but it's not looking good for the wing back and he looks dejected as he has to go off the field of play there but a wise decision uh, by the Munkai management, especially when you're only, what, two weeks out from a county final? Certainly is, and just looking at his reaction there, he's not one bit happy, and I suppose, like, you know, for players to be kind of hurling throughout all the weather and the conditions over the last couple of months, you know, to get an injury so close to a county final when, I suppose... Just looking at this, though, on your ball is breaking. Oh, it comes here, down, pulled on, is it going to go out wide? It is. So, yeah, that's another missed opportunity there for Steve Ruiz. We have a, a chance here now for the water break, but you yourself player you've had hamstring injuries as well all through the year and you've had to try and come back from them they're not easy things to come over and it doesn't look good the way Jim is walking back over towards the uh, the stand side of the pitch there now at this moment in time no it certainly doesn't and I suppose like you, you can see his frustration you know I suppose in the heat of the moment he just pelted his helmet at the ground and you know as I was saying you're two weeks out and you've 15 minutes to go and your team is really coasting in, in a county semi-final and you've played a vital role so far in it and you certainly don't want to be missing out in a county no. final and you know after training getting to, you know if it had happened to him you know 8-10 weeks ago at least he would have had the time to recuperate get the recovery in um, but yeah no it, it's going to be worrying it's going to be worrying for the, the Moonkind management team because he's such a colossal figure there in the half back line and you know you can see he's ejected but I'm sure you know what he's got two weeks he's going to have to try and prepare himself and hopefully it's only a minor tear or whatever the case may be maybe just a strain but you know safety first get him off the field and get him straight into rehab as soon as possible yeah I suppose since half time Moonkine have got three points on the scoreboard it is 3-11 yeah so Moonkine has scored three points Sleeve has scored two points since half time there's what 15-16 minutes gone Moonkine I suppose they'll be happy enough that they're coasting but still they won't be happy that they're only getting two points in 15 minutes of hurling I know you can only play with what's out there mm-hmm. at this moment in time Sleeve Rue though themselves I mean two points as well after we thought they might come out in the second half and really tear into Munkine mm-hmm. and put a bit of respectability on the scoreboard and start playing for themselves and hasn't really happened either sure hasn't no it certainly hasn't I suppose like and you know for Munkine as you said they're going to be looking at performance now and I suppose they're going to start looking at a couple of different things and you know you could say that the match is more or less theirs but they still have 15 minutes of hurling going and you know if you're you have to kind of ha- use this mentality now for we're in the last 15 minutes of a county final and 
where the foot is on the other, the shoe is on the other foot. Like we're kind of going to have to go out there and pull out all the stops, and you know they're going to have to keep going. And I suppose that's what the management team are going to say. Like the it, the match isn't over until the final whistle. That's a great catch there by the, the number Frisbee, six, Jack yeah, Frisbee. Ball but is down here towards Aim Field and out around the middle of the field. See if we're trying to do something with it, but they need to get the ball into the forward line. As that's a good ball into space there by uh, Killian Perry tries to flick it across over there towards Paddy Dowling, but again Monkind scuff that shot out and they have players all around the place that's a lovely uh, piece of play into space there towards Patrick Welch doesn't work out this time Niall Welch deals with it gets the pass back towards his goalkeeper Jamie O'Brien Jamie is sending it long but undirected it's a great catch out around the middle of the field there by Adam Croke who's having a fantastic game five points to his name already there's a better ball in what a catch in there in the square by uh, somebody goal for Munkheim we're just waiting to see what the number is on the back of the jersey it's like Kieran Quilty was this is it the number 10 it is the number 10 yes it is indeed Kieran Quilty what a pass in there by Adam Croke Quilty was in there all on his own dispatches the ball to the net and that really is game set and match Munkine with just 47 minutes on the clock it's now 4-11 Munkine 7 points to Sleeve and we think we can safely say that it's going to be Munkine and Tullahar Ross Birkin in this year's JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior County Final in a fortnight time disappointing for the sleeve rule as there's still time to go there's still time to put a bit of respectability on the scoreboard but the way Munkine are playing I can't see that happening in all fairness no certainly not and an excellent goal there by Kieran Quilty are you sure you're not related to him Mark I can see the twinkle toes down there very like Ah, yourself there Uh. in the square but uh, yeah excellent score there for him what a catch out of the air from Adam Croker and and, and mighty mighty catch then from Kieran Quilty in the edge of the square there to Perry to the back of the net and that's kind of sealing the victory there for you would say for Munkine but they're still going very hard like you're looking at here Killian Hogan is up on his own half back line working well the, the sun is getting in the lad's eyes but Munkine are still pressing hard here yeah two or three yards out in front of him this is Quilty who just got a goal a moment ago he now has a point to his name as well 1-1 in quick succession there for Kieran Quilty I think I'll stick to the stage for the dancing <laughs> and leave the twinkle toes to Michelle in around the square there now that's definitely it as this broadcast is brought to you today with thanks to Blanchfield Centre in Moonkine, serving the local community for over 20 years as we uh, await the whistle here from Kieran Canavan that's a better catch out there by Owen Kenny going forwards, there's a foul coming he swung back the hurl that time now will the referee, what will he do and really, there's mm. no point in getting no. roiled up now, like I mean no. there's 48 minutes gone, you have your free just get on with the game and never mind that shenanigans I've no time for that whatsoever Sleeveru has the free coming, Paul Rocket is going out to take it and with only seven points up on the scoreboard, Munkine is just pointing up to him and telling him to have a look up there as Steve Rue needs to try and get something going as Paul sends it in, puts it over the bar and that is his third point of the afternoon here. It puts eight points on the scoreboard for Steve Rue but again there's a gulf in between it. Four, twelve, that's what, 24 points to eight, mm-hmm. 16 points, huge gap on you. Huge, huge gap for any team to have to come back but I suppose probably looking at just slightly over 10 minutes left in the game and you know, Munkine are just working harder and harder than ever. You know, they're half, they're fo- they're nearly their whole full forward line is just drifting up and down the field and they're just making everything so much more difficult. You'd even see them, the lads are still just constantly running around and trying to get the hooks, the blocks in. You know, they're not even giving Schlieve like not even a consolation score now at this stage. They're really working so hard. 
Yeah, well, I suppose when you look at a place as a rub for grabs yeah. for a county final, and Certainly if are. you're there supposed to be doing your job, well, you're going to stick to it as much as you can and put your hand up and say, yes, Jimmy, I'm going to be here in two weeks' time playing in the county final. As ball is sent out by Owen Parcel down the sideline here towards Michael Hines. He's down on his knees. He loses out. Possession here to Martin Gannon. Gannon kicks the ball ahead. It's out over the sideline on Ordon. Substitute and the move As we have another sub. Number 27. James Delahunty replaces number 12, John Fitzgerald. So as you've heard, number 27, that is uh, James Delahunty. And number 8, on substitute on the Moonkind team, number 8, Conor Brophy, replaces number 7, Sean Gannon. So that's Conor Brophy who was due to start this game. Uh, Sean Gannon replaced Conor Brophy. So now it's a reversal of that. Sean Gannon, of course, getting a goal in the first half. But Conor Brophy is now after coming onto the field of play. That's a better sideline over there by Eamon Field into the space over there. Paddy Dowling trying to run onto it. Misses out to it. Killian Power tries to come in and get the ball up. But again, ball is not going into hand. First touch from some of the players is brutal over there. And that's been blunt I know but you can only call as you can see it and Munkine are by far the superior team here this afternoon as we wait for the free to be taken over there as Mark Hearns or Niall Madden was coming Niall Madden was coming out with the ball that time he was fouled and uh, Paul Hennebury is over there getting ready to take the sideline he's having a look around to see what's in the square he's going for it himself but that's disappointing result out to the right of the post down on the O'Loughlin's end and wide and on you that is number 14 for Munkine in this match yeah it's a, it's a big tally of wise to be thrown over you know I suppose especially since the opposition isn't as strong I suppose as as maybe you would have liked for a semi-final um, occasion, but you know it'll be disappointing for um, disappointing. But look, Mulcair, are not giving up. Here's another one-two coming. That Conor Brophy, who was just in the field, is going all the way in. There's a oh. misplaced pass, and Killian Hogan is in around the square, and the ball is in the back of the net. It's a mistake by Jamie O'Brien in on the goal. Conor Brophy fluffed the shot in and came in, and it's actually the number 27, uh, who is the James Delahunty, who has just come into the field has. Uh, scored that goal and that is it on your game set and match Munkine definitely oh you'd have to say 5-12 to be scoring in the county semi-final massive scoreline to be thrown up and they're just going at them here we see them again going at it they're hungry they're, they really want to get as many scores on the board and especially fresh legs coming in as you mentioned earlier on you know there's a bit of an injury there now it looks like somebody's cramping or another hamstring there for um, substitution the Munkine it's team. more cramped than number 22 Hutching Henry replaces number 13. The number 13? I think it was anyway. Yeah, I thought it was Martin Quilty. No, is that who's on the ground? Kieran Quilty, the number 10. Yeah, no, it was Adam Croke got the point. Yeah, the number 13. Kieran Quilty is down with uh, what looks to be cramp. I think they're looking for a substitution all the same, though. They're going to take him off. God, Martin, I was nearly putting you out in the middle of the field there a couple of seconds ago. Substitute, obviously, Roo team. Number 23, Connor Wall, replaces number 15, Killian Powell. Yeah, Steve Roo are just emptying their bench now a bit just to give lads, I suppose, a bit of game time. Substitute, obviously, Roo team. Number 20, Mark O'Donovan, replaces number 4, Luke O'Donovan. Pat Hayes is busy announcing all the subs that's over there, so hopefully you can hear all them over there now at this moment in time. Because Kieran is still getting treatment out on the, the pitch. 
Yeah, it looks to be in a really bad way there, you know, very bad, bad cramp. cramp yeah. yeah, yeah, very bad, but I suppose look at the shift he's after putting in there, you know, deservedly got a golden point there in the last, in the first quarter of the, uh, first quarter and in this quarter as well, and, you know, really kind of rounding off his even, but I suppose working extremely hard there, and, you know, the legs are just going from under him there now, and I suppose... The ground, to be fair, out there as yeah. well, while it's in excellent condition, is very, very heavy, because even I was down at it there um, after the first game, and especially around the middle of the field there, it's very, very, very sticky and very heavy but we get on with the game here anyway there's 54 minutes gone in this uh, game that's all too easy for Moenkind it'll be disappointing for them going into a county final against Tullaher Tullaher had a really good uh, test as that ball is sent in there by Martin O'Neill puts his hand up to the that's air straight away and that's his second point of the afternoon and that is Kieran's day is over and as uh, you've heard there it's Alan Welch is going to be coming in ball is sent out again by Jamie O'Brien up towards the Steve Rue players who miss out on it ball is here now with uh, number 11 that's Martin O'Neill just got the point Munkine spreading it around the ball is sent out here towards Conor Brophy who just came on as a substitution a short time ago William Halpin is fighting for it doing a small little bit alright and putting it up into the corner forward position Ina Hearn is up there there's a foul on Ina Hearn and there will be a chance here for Sleeve Root to get it going Craig Field and trying to take a quick one but again Cormac Daly the wise head on him stands over it and prevents the quick one from being taken as Paul Rocker comes for it and really only I suppose if we go for a point it reduces the margin a small little bit puts another point on the scoreboard but realistically it's goals that Sleeve Root kind of need at this stage and they haven't really looked like getting them at all today. No, they certainly haven't, but I suppose that's all down to the defence, the full back line there for um, for Moonkine of Niall Madden, Shane Walsh and Aidan Doyle. They've just been absolutely instrumental. They're just so physically strong in there and they've just been making life so, so difficult. But I suppose then it's the hard work throughout the rest of the field. You know, the half forward line have worked very, very hard. Um, you know, John Fitzgerald, who I suppose we, we kind of blew him up there in, in the first half, you know, maybe a little bit quieter in this half, but, you know, worked so hard and was at the link play of everything that was going on as Here's we Connor see yeah. that's a misplaced pass though it'll come here there's a lay tackle there Owen Kenny has the ball in hand sends it here to Paul Rockers Owen is having a I suppose how are you afterwards there with uh, Patrick Welsh but that ball comes here towards Willie Halpin who puts it in and that's puts it over score. the bar that's a good score there by the midfielder who's went back into the full back position has now come back out to midfield again and Sleeve Rue now have 10 points on the scoreboard but up on top of him Moonkine have 5 goals and 14 points with 4 minutes plus here to go in this county semi-final of the junior championship Tullaher are awaiting Moonkine in the final in two weeks time as that ball is put in again and put in by Paul Rocket for his fifth point of the afternoon and a little bit of a spell here now by Steve Rue and if they can finish with a good spell and get a couple more scores on the scoreboard albeit disappointing but mm-hmm. at least they will have finished that bit stronger yeah exactly and I think that's just you know the most important thing like you know it's going to be very important to just keep going finish out the game strong because at the end of the day like they're going to have to regroup they're going to have to come back next year they're in a semi-final this year they're going to want to go that one that one space extra next year and you know it's Can't all about seem to do it though they're <laughs> getting to so many semi-finals down through 
through the years and the same thing has happened they have capitulated at the final hurdle and can't seem to get over the line I know but someday hopefully someday soon Martin have faith someday it, they will break that spell you know we've seen many many teams have done it before you know hurling and camogie codes county and club level and you know eventually that spell is bound to break as you see the ball's pumped in there Ooh. that looks like an oh it's I thought it was another know, goal it's gone for a 65 yeah the sun is have playing havoc now down in the O'Loughlin end of the field as that ball bounced down in front of Jamie O'Brien the ball is out for a 65 and Paul Hennebury will come up to try and get his third point of the afternoon here as he's facing into the sun he has the breeze with him so he is wind assisted it has picked up a, a small little bit it is a bitterly cold afternoon here in Northern Park of course the two intermediate semi-finals will be live on KCLR here tomorrow as that ball is put wide we have Fenians and St. Lactons in uh, the first game I, quarter past 12 I think if I'm not mistaken only that game is yes. starting uh, with uh, herself having a, an interest in that as the other half is managing the St. Lactons team so she'll be uh, keeping an eye on that Will our on you and then of course the big one and the second one is Thomastown among kind of Steve Rue coming here with Ina Hearn that's blocked out their own parcel putting the ball out still danger around the square here as it's pulled down by Gary uh, Welch in around the square Munkind or dealing with it again uh, that's Shane Welch taking a couple of shoulders where he is deemed to have thrown the ball this time and there will be a free into Steve Rue from the 20 metre line but just as I was saying yes we will have the um, the tall or the Thomastown and Glenmore game on here as well. That's the second match live with KCLR tomorrow. Uh, and that game has a quarter past two uh, throw in here in UPMC, Nolan Park. Two fantastic semi finals down for Decider. And we know that Munkine uh, junior team in the Camogie is out tomorrow morning in their semi final. Uh, and St. Clair's, of course, who Steve Rue are part of that, they have their semi final as well. Both of them at 11 o'clock in the morning as the ball is put in there by Craig feeling in around the goal went first it's squirming around it's still in around the small square there a couple of bodies in around it referee is getting in there's a big pull in there but they're still not going anywhere Monkine are dealing with it as it comes down having a look around most of the players are mm. in around the town end of the goal here at the minute Paul Rocket has the ball but again Monkine snuffed that one out come away with possession Paul Hennebury who has been instrumental all throughout this game but he loses out possession to Michael Hines Michael Hines has it now with Eamon Phelan Eamon trying to go forward going a little bit out towards the sideline sends it in around the house and dealt with easily there by Owen Purcell manages to get the ball out here to Niall Madden Niall with ease gets the ball out here towards Killian Hogan who has come back into his own half back line Killian now going forward has gone 30 metres with ball in hand sends it up here towards the forward who has uh, come in there a short time ago that is James Elwards uh, that's actually the number 22 is over there now O'Sheen that's O'Sheen Hennebury yeah but there's a pull there by O'Sheen and it will be a free out as we have hit the 60 minute mark as that ball is taken quickly there by Adrian Rocket here towards Craig Field and Craig is now going forward with it there's an advantage coming still has ball in hand going trying putting it in and putting it over the bar for Craig's fifth point of the afternoon and Steve Rue now have 12 points there will be at least two minutes of addition time at the end of normal time as we're just after here two minutes additional time here in UPMC Nolan Park as we will await own Purcell's puck out it's coming down on top of Munkine and Steve Rue down there good pull clash of the ash here in UPMC Nolan Park it'll break here towards the 27 that's James Delahunty got a goal there in the uh, 
earlier on in the second half as the ball will break here to Martin Gannon who puts it in it's oh, off the crossbar comes here down that's Marco Donovan is back there pulled on by Jamie O'Brien just hocked away to get rid of it anywhere is all will do at this stage out over the sideline and it will be a line ball as the number 19 there that's Alan Welch takes it quickly over here towards the uh, Monkheiman referee is blowing his whistle he hasn't indicated free, nothing at this stage out. but is it a free out? I think it's a free out. He's has his notebook out anyway. But again, no direction from Kieran Canavan. What weight was going? Steve Rue taking the free. He hasn't said it's not going that way anyway. Ball is down here towards Gary Welch. But again, the uh, back line of Aidan Doyle over there is dealing with it. Shane Welch is after coming away with it. Ball is uh, one back though by Steve Rue comes out there to the number 21 who is Ian Hearn that ball is sent in over at the far side of the field by Paddy Dowling and that is a good score there by the substitute who has come on in the second half and another point on the board there for Steve Rue so 5-14 to 13 points as we wait for the referee here in Canavan the two minutes is up and we're still playing on but it will be Moonkine and Tullahar Ross Birkin in the junior county final here in two weeks time uh, also a double header with the intermediate semi-final Munkine still plucking away though James Delahunty putting that ball in around the 13 metre line there's a race over there between Niall Welsh and Oshin Henderbury Welsh will win it on this occasion sends it up here towards Owen Kenny Owen has the ball on the stick trying to go forward sends it up along the sideline there's more afters there's another pullback by Owen Kenny Silly. on the Munkine man absolutely stupid at this stage of it like he was going nowhere but anyway we'll play on we'll wait and see whether Sean Clear is going to say anything about that the ball is down around the 45 metre line there's a scrap ensuing for it the two minutes of additional time is up ball is pulled out by Paul Rocket his brother Adrian is going for it pulls on it but there's three Munkine men around him Munkine coming away now with the ball all with ease Kieran Canavan still playing on as the ball is down here now with James Delahunty who has a couple of yards space on Marco Donovan he's going forward on goal he has support here with Ushie and Hennebury Hennebury puts it in and puts it to the back of the net to really 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 destroy the sleeve rule players and uh, Kierden Canavan who was looking at his watch has any sense he nearly blow it up at this stage because we're 63 minutes gone it is 6.14 to Munkheim 13 points to Sleeve Rue and he has indeed blown the final whistle that is it full time on you and really from I suppose half time onwards you could say that Munkheim has been in the driving seat they'll be happy they finished well Jimmy Marado will be happy overall with the whole team's performance yeah they certainly will and I suppose listen I, from the get go you would have to kind of say that Munkheim were most certainly the most deserving winners of that game they just showed how hungry they were right up until you know 63 minutes in and I think what epitomises that is you know 59 minutes on the clock uh, 18 points ahead there's a 21 yard free Munkheim had 12 players within their own 21 yard defending that even though they were still 18 points ahead it'll just show you how hungry they were and how much they wanted to finish that game out strong and how that they also they weren't taking anything for granted and they know that they had to keep going until the final whistle and that'll surely stand to them in a county final you know it's going to be an intriguing county final you would have to say that Tuller and Ross Bergen are probably the slight favourites going into that game um, but yeah you know Munkheim would be very very happy 6-14 to rally up Schlieve Rue really need to go away have a look rebuilding um, just weren't up to the pace there today at all nothing seemed to be going right for them and you know 
you know, they've got some fine players out there, some lads that are working really, really hard. You know, Craig Doyle had a fine, or Craig Fielding had a fine game, Paul Rocket had a fine game, um, William Halpin came into it, Jack Frisbee had a decent game as well. So, you know, there's plenty of them to look forward to as well um, in the future, and I suppose, you know, this one is going to be hard for them to take, and, they, you know, they've got to account to semi final, they've got to play in Nola Park, but today really certainly does belong to Munkine, and without a doubt deserving winners, and to, to rack up six goals, and two of those coming from two substitutes who just came in the field. You know they're putting their hands up to to make sure that they try and get in with a chance of starting 15 for a county final. Yeah, certainly were. Monkhine won the title back in 2016, went on and got to the All Ireland final, just pipped uh, at the last moment in time in <laughs> that one. You know Tullahor Ross Berkin relegated down from intermediate level in 2019. Mm-hmm. It was. It's going to be an intriguing battle. The two Southern teams. Yeah. You know I don't think they've met one another in a couple of years. Going into it though. Tullahor has had a tougher test yeah realistically today they've had the tougher test Monkine have been tipped nearly as favourites all going into it do you still think although you did say that Tullahor might be slight favourites a short yeah. time ago Monkine have had it too easy in the semi-final going into a county semi-final yeah I don't think today was any bit of a test for them to be honest with you like, and I really don't want to sound like degrading or anything but they'd have probably been better off maybe having a 15-15 match like against themselves because today just wasn't a contest for them and you know Sleeve Rue themselves would probably know that they didn't come like probably they didn't come at their best today and that's probably what's going to disappoint them but you know certainly for Mooncoin like they're going to have recovery you'd imagine that some of the lads that maybe didn't get game time today or only got half a half a game today will certainly be doing some sort of a training session they have two weeks they have to go hard like I do honestly think that Tullerher will be favourites going into the game you'd have to look at Tullerher the form that they're in uh, the, the players that they have and just the strength and physicality that, that Tullerher are going to bring it's going to be a cracking um, it's going to be a cracking county final um, you know it's going to be a great day you know county finals county hurling finals in Kenny are always a brilliant day here in Nolan Park with the junior and the intermediate you know it really brings a buzz around the whole county um, but yeah Mooncoin have their have their place there they'll be delighted that they ranked up a great scoreline 6-14 but you know they'll know that there's plenty more to work on and they'll know that they're not going to get it easy the next day exactly well we want to thank uh, Blanchfields Centra in Mooncoin for sponsoring today's broadcast serving the local community down in Mooncoin for over 20 years but that's it we now know two of the county finals the junior county final will be contested with Moonkine and Tullahor Rosberkin in two weeks time the senior county final next Sunday will be contested with Ballyhale Shamrocks and O'Loughlin Gales and we will find out tomorrow who's going to be in the intermediate decider first up Fenians and St. Lactons live here on KCLR at a quarter past 12 and then the meeting of Thomastown and Glenmore at a quarter past 2 so that's it from us here in Northern Park my thanks to Anya as always for being by my side and commentating on today's game to Eddie earlier on and to Shane back in studio it is victory here for Monkine on a final scoreline of 6-14 to Sleeve Ruse 13 points Shane back to you in the studio KCLR Live Sport The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship Semi-Final Schlieveru versus Mooncoin with thanks to Blanchfield Centre Mooncoin serving the local community for over 20 years